Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the Upper Tier brought to you on YouTube. Head over there, smash that subscribe and bell notification button. Audio versions of the show are available through Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you pick up audio versions of the show. And we can also be contacted on Gmail, the Upper Tier Podcast, Facebook and Instagram, the Upper Tier. We're out on Twitter at the underscore upper underscore tier. And we're having a whole pile of fun at the moment out there. Darren, where are we having fun? TikTok, 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 TikTok. I see another few comments went up last night about your uh, your clip about um, Jack Harrison's hair, the poor chap. People weren't impressed at all. But sure, we're not here to impress anyone, only ourselves. You think that was bad? Tune in next Monday. I'm really gonna have a fucking go with something. <laughs> awesome. Well, this is a this is kind of a fun show. Also joining me tonight, our resident referee, Mark. How are we? How's it going, lads? Thanks for having me back. Good, good. Um, a fun show where we said we put together a combined 11 for players who have never won the Premier League. And just to let people know a little bit of housekeeping as well, next week we're going to be bringing you a combined 11 from players outside of the current top four, whatever that top four will be at the end of this weekend. So that should be an interesting one. We're also going to do an all-time Champions League one for the return of the Champions League. And we're also going to do a current season Champions League one as well, which I'm sure will deliver a lot of debate. Can we can we play the music in the background when it's on? We could. Um, but when I have a real when I have a real tough day ahead of me, I, I get Alexa to wake me up with the Champions League music just to get me pepped and ready to go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and before I mean, you all thinks, uh, yeah, all right, you have that music on again. All right, sweetheart, don't worry about it. No one fucking asked you. <laughs> yeah. Are you able to change that to the Europa League for next season? No. We'll be all right, kid, don't you? Wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, you just worry about yourself. Right, where do we begin on this? Uh, you two boys obviously being goalkeepers. Um, I suppose we'll start at the back with the goalkeeper. Darren, kick us off with your goalkeeper. Um, David J. Delighted, <laughs> I could, delighted I, could, I could go for this lad. Because um, it ticks two boxes. It ticks the, the goalkeeper that I think was the best that didn't win a league. And it also ticks our Irish box because no better goalkeeper in, that, in the Premier League that didn't win a medal than Shea Given. I have to tell you, he's absolutely top of the pops. What a goalkeeper. Not just for Newcastle, Blackburn, uh, City, you know, but Ireland. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable he was for us. Um, and I'm starting with Shea Given. Very nice. Mark? Yeah, just before I start, lads, usually I have a United jersey behind me, but tonight, as you can see, I have a Blackpool jersey behind me. And the reason for that being is the fact, the, if there's a fact about Blackpool in the Premier League, they've won the same amount of Premier Leagues as Stevie G. So that's why I have that there tonight. They've never won a Scottish <laughs> Premier League. <laughs> you have to be in it to win it, you know. Um, yeah, like I was talking to you last night, Noel, I was doing a bit of tinkering, I was doing, I was looking up... At, and there was loads of players going through my mind. There was obviously Lee Martin, um, and a few others, um, Shay Given as well. But I've actually gone Steve for Martin, was it? Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nigel Martin. Or Lee Martin. You said Lee Martin. Come here, I went for Brad Friedel in the end, right? Because I used to love watching him when I was growing up. He was just, he could pull off all different types of saves, like, Remember a double save he pulled off against Arsenal um, the first season the Emirates opened. 
unbelievable keeper and he got a goal against Charlton as well. Just his longevity and just his style. I just thought he was brilliant. He's a great shot stopper. So I have him as my number one. And on the bench, I've gone for someone again I used to love watching growing up, but he looked like someone that you see down in Brickfields of a Sunday morning and it's never Southall. <laughs> I just thought he was a brilliant goalkeeper. But like I said, it looks like he had been out the night before. He's just shown up, had a smoke before the game and jumped in goal, like, you know. Very, very funny story. Long time ago when I was a when I was a little man United fan. In the galaxy the fo- far, far away. Far, far away. The, the football team we played for um got invited to play in a competition in Liverpool. And we went and play in this little competition, and we also got tickets to go and see Liverpool play um QPR at Anfield, you nice know. Classic. <coughs> But while we were there, um, who was sitting in the row behind us? One Neville Southall with his, I think it was his daughter, if I'm right. And he was there with his mate Simbad from Brookside. <laughs> <laughs> you can't write that. And, and we were like, we were kids and we were like, holy shit, it's Simbad. <laughs> Oh, it's the telly. It was the guy with him. And, and, Jimmy Carkill picked them up in the van after Jimmy, the match. And it was and it was him and Nev. And you were looking down, and someone said, Everton are playing on the Sunday. And I'm looking at this bloke going, Is he playing football tomorrow? That bloke. Now he was scruffy. When I tell you he was scruffy, he was I think he still had Vaseline on his eyebrows before he was that fucking scruffy. He had a trying pennies at the poor bloke. And and he was getting ready to tog out the next day forever. But he, but when he showed up, he was unreal, wasn't he? Like he, he was, was outrageous. Yeah. yeah, he absolutely was. So yeah, he made. And one in terms of longevity as well. I mean, he 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 was between the sticks right until his what mid forties, I think it was. Yeah, he it? went down to non league and stuff like that. You want to see the yeah. size of the goals towards him, but he's still unbelievable. The red side of Liverpool would say he always played non league, but I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Okay, good one. Who'd you, who'd you got yourself there? Your turn now. Right, I put Nigel Martin between the sticks because, like Darren as well, he has kind of an affiliation to our international team, as surprising as it is when he picks players. I've kind of a little affiliation to Leeds and all and the Irish connections there and stuff like that, but I put Nigel Martin in. I thought he was a fantastic goalkeeper. Um, and I did have Brad Friedel on the bench and it was a really a toss-up between the two. But I like good show with Neville Southall. I do like that. It was a good shout. Yeah. He, was, um, <coughs> he was one when I was doing a bit of research as well. He didn't come up much, but um, yeah, absolutely. Because his picture wouldn't fit in the fucking yeah. screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it again, Slim. <laughs> no wonder no one could ever score. <laughs> Thought about going out for a ball to make yourself big. Just lie down, <laughs> Neville. Just lie down. <laughs> Many a time he did. <laughs> um, it, didn't he have a? Didn't he have a? What was it? An NEC shirt at one stage. Yeah, and yeah, it was like yeah, a rip off. One. It was like a rip off of the United green one, but it had blue sleeves, didn't it? With a green body on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He done it. He done a video years ago. My man, dad bought me a VHS for uh, Christmas, and it was him doing, you know, goalkeeping skills. And Mike alone, a young Mike alone, was actually the forward taking shots on the goalkeeper, and the goalkeeper is absolutely terrible. 
watch on YouTube it is absolutely hilarious. Like, and he's trying to teach him. And yeah, the ginger head keeper, he's only about 12, but Michael Owen is pinging shots by him. Like, it's hilarious. I've, so I've seen that. that. Yeah, I've yeah, seen, it's, yeah, I've it's seen unbelievable. That. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, he's a legend. He is a legend. Our viewers are now wondering what a VHS is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, Mark, kick us off with your back line. Um, we've gone for four at the back, and um, yeah. Roy Full is uh, a guy who kind of got went under the radar. Like he, he always done a job for whatever club he was with, and it's Stevie Finnan. Um, he actually he's one of the only players that went from non-league and he went played through every league, got to the Premier League, won a Champions League, and played in the World Cup final in two thousand and two. So. Um, like I said, he, he always done the job. He was he was kind of like Mr. Reliable as such, you know, that took way. And obviously, as a Liverpool fan, you can appreciate that. So he's my rifle. Um, centre half, my first centre half is uh, Marcel Desailly. Just what an unbelievable player. Like, you know, he's just, imagine going up against him. He looked like an absolute tree to get by. Like, he's just, I think, didn't he leave? And didn't they win it just two seasons later or something like that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so he obviously just left before Abramovich came in and things started working out. So um beside him, I'm going for another Irish player. He um had his best years in in the Premier League, probably with Aston Villa. Obviously, back in the day, I loved watching him like for Ireland. So it's uh, Paul McGrath I have at the other centre half with SIE. Just an unbelievable player, like you know, um sober, drunk, whatever, he could do a job. Um, and on my left foot we have Stuart Pearce psycho what a player he was just stuck in that's the type of defender I love just to put your body on the line stuck in and he was just a head case like so then that's me back four good show Darren so I've gone for a back four as well Um I'll start the yeah, left back position because we're cultured left peg myself so um Great set piece taker, nice cultured left foot, free kicks, corners, penalties, the whole shit match. Uh, ordered not Old Trafford because he missed one at Old Trafford one day. Um, late in bounce. Um, you won't be surprised to know that David De Gea was man of the match that day as well. Well, uh, I was at that game. It was ridiculous. It was like somebody had boarded the goal up and just like covered the boards in the hay. Um, so late in bounce is going in left back. Um, I've gone with an all Chelsea. Centre-back partnership here. Um, one of the lads is, was in Marquis' team. So, again, you know, French World Cup winner, Marcel Desailly. What a footballer. Um, you know, play for AC Milan, play for Marseille. Just a super, super footballer. Very cool and calm on the ball and stuff like that, but really solid from a defending point of view. Um, was quick without looking quick. Just had a little turn of pace when he needed to. Um, really, really good. I suppose the only... Gripe I would have with SIE is we didn't probably get to see his best years. Definitely, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, and, and I, I think the guy next to him is probably something similar. I've gone with Rude Hullet uh, as the other centre back. Um, and Hullet again, you know, played for AC Milan, played for Ajax and stuff like that. Was an unbelievable footballer, so, so cultured. Um, you know, technically he was unbelievable. He was a leader on the pitch. He, he could spot a pass. He, there was nothing Rude Hullet couldn't do. He was just silky, you know. Yeah. Um, and he coined the phrase sexy football, which means he's an absolute fucking walking legend, if you ask me. Um, 
And again, oh, you, have to, you have to be careful when you mention him and sex in the one sentence. I'm just, saying, <laughs> just putting that out there as well. Do you remember, do you remember the, the Dutch team of 88 that he was in with Van Basten and all that? That was just yeah. unbelievable looking back Sick at it, you know. Van Basten's yeah, got nearly from the corner peg. Yeah. 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 Jesus. And again, my only gripe with Rude is that we didn't get the best of him. We only got to see him on his last legs. I think that's when the Premier League was starting to attract these aging footballers yeah, yeah. because commercially we had started to get the ball rolling and guys were seeing this as a great last payday, you know, get an 18 month contract here, maybe get a couple of mil in the pocket, sign an on fee, yeah. and then just toddle off into the sunset, you know. He did um, leave on bad terms at the Premier League, didn't you remember the his thing yeah. that Newcastle and him and Shearer and all fell out and it kind of left a sour taste in, the, in people's mouths. But let's be honest, leg. who wouldn't fall out with Alan Shearer? Like, the consistency I mean? with Shearer, isn't he falling yeah. out? Yeah. That guy yeah. paddles I, his own boat. I'd say he fell out with him over his hair. He was just jealous. He was like why can't I have a deal like that? <coughs> um, I'm going to keep beating my Ireland drum in that right back position. I'm going to make a statement and I'm going to say at one stage, not only was he the best right back in the in the Premier League not to win a, a league winner's medal, he was the best right back in the Premier League at one stage. Stephen Carr, what a footballer. When Stephen Carr was at Spurs, he was absolutely hands down the best right back in the league. You know, he was marauding up and down that right-hand side. Great delivery, scored a couple of screamers. He was tough on a tackle. He had an unbelievable engine on him. You know, he was, we obviously, as United fans, he was linked to us so many times. We thought we were maybe getting car. And then eventually he decided to pack it in and go to Newcastle. But that's for another day, isn't it, I suppose. But yeah, I've gone Stephen Carr, Marcel Desoye, Rude Hullet and Leighton Baines. Nice. Good Thanks. No problem at all. Been yeah. working on this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> All day. I'll give you. I'll give you my back line. Then right, right back. I went for Jamie Carragher. Put Jamie out there on the right. Um, you know my allegiance anyway. Boof. In 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 the middle also I had Marcel Desoye. I had Marcel Desoye. He's after taking Sammy Hubie out just at the last minute and putting Desoye in there. I didn't. I went. No, I had Desoye in there all along. Um, who who wouldn't? Uh, besides that, so yeah, I had a man who had a couple of injuries, all right, um, but was a very, very good player when he was playing and on the top of his game. Ledley King, put him in there. Thought he was a super defender on his day. Who? Uh, Ledley King. He only retired a few years ago as well. <laughs> he became an ambassador. Um, and I left back, of course. <laughs> I left back, of course. I had Soiko Stewart Pierce. Um, I just remember the penalty mm. miss and then I remember then when he followed up and he, he scored the penalty and just running over to the crowd and he just wanted to chomp the head off some lad in the crowd nearly he was going ballistic so that was my back four Jamie Carragher Marcel Desoye Ledley King and Stuart Pierce. Um bit of a mention on three the bench three of those are pretty good like yeah <laughs> yeah I wasn't sure about Pierce <laughs> and on the bench I had Leighton Baines in fairness so that was that was that was my bench, uh, my bench cover for the defense. I'm, I'm holding me bench for later. Gonna play it like a trump card. Nice. Well, you know when I when I look like I'm in trouble and the river card is coming, I'm gonna go, and you're all gonna go. Oh. Tell us, tell us what formation you went for here, by the way. Went with, a, with a with a flat four four two. Okay, give us give us your midfield then. Right, so midfield. Um, this is this is an awkward moment, isn't it? I have to have to start off. You're you're yeah. at home. You're at home with, because with our, I think everyone will have this. 
Is this a crossover, is it? From the this last? is it. This is, yeah. yeah, might yeah. Be, yeah. yeah. This is a, this is a wicked, wicked, slippy G on the, on the decks. Um, there's not a lot you can say. Careful, he's he behind you there. Absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. He wouldn't step into my kitchen, man. He knows what happened for breakfast. Um, but what a footballer, you know, in fairness to the lad. Like, all allegiance put aside, Stevie J was as good in there as anybody. You know, he really, really was. I actually think it's a little unfortunate he didn't, he didn't win a league winner's medal. Um, I think when you look at his career and, and the body of work he put in at Liverpool, and at times at Liverpool, he was in some bad football teams, but he was dragging them to a level where they were, you know, acceptable. Um he was just phenomenal. So I have a lot of respect for Stevie, I have to say. Um next to him in centre midfield, I have another Liverpool stalwart, uh, one Xavi Alonso. Um what a pass for the football. Like how many goals did he score from his own half? He has to be four or five, isn't it? I definitely remember four or five. Yeah, he, he, got one, about, he got one against Luton in the FA Cup. Then he got a few was, at home and Anfield. Yeah, he was scoring them for fun at one stage. Really. Oh, one it's just another Luton one from the halfway line. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, really, really clever footballer. Um, and again, touches that little Irish team because obviously we, we've heard the stories of Xavi Alonso. Um, oh. He spent a lot of time down in Mead yeah. in the summer uh, roughing it with the GAA boys. Yeah. And that's what kind of lend itself to, to getting... The foot put in there when the when the going got tough, you know, he was a good man in a tackle as well. Could spot a pass, struck the ball so cleanly. It was a little bit scary, like. Um, yeah, and so Solby had that same kind of diagonal pass; they could pick anyone. Yeah, and, and it was a, it was just as it wasn't a pass; it was a zip. Yeah, it was just like and the ball, and you went fucking hell, is that there already? I'll sit back. On, I'm enjoying this kicking going. Unbelievable. Welcome to the Shankly session. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so Stevie and Javi Alonso go in there for me. Um, on the right hand side, again, I'm gonna say the exact same thing I said about the two boys that played centre back, and he played for the same club as they did. A magician of a footballer came in from Parma, just lit the Premier League on fire with his with his little one touch finishes and his drag backs and his drops of the shoulder. Um, my best mate growing up as a kid was a Chelsea fan you know and, and Chelsea fans didn't tend to have a lot to sing about for a long time and then all of a sudden and then all of a sudden Gianfranco Zola came in and, and I was a keeper and he was a he was kind of a nippy little winger this guy my mate you know and uh, he was always Gianfranco Zola and I was always Peter Schmeichel and it was just what a footballer you know Gianfranco Zola on the right Stevie G and Javi Alonso in midfield and I'll just dust it off with a three-time Champions League winner and an absolute horse on that left-hand side, Gareth Bale, take a bow, my man. He, again, wasn't just you know the best player to not win a league title. At one stage, he was the best player in that league by a country mile, you know. Um, that is my midfield for Bale, Stevie G, Xavi Alonso, and Gianfranco Zola. And thank you very much. What a fucking midfield that is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Imagine, imagine being a forward playing in front of that four. I've actually two RI forwards as well. I know, but like imagine, 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 imagine being a forward. You'd nearly do it for free, wouldn't you? You're fucking right, you would. <laughs> yeah, you'd be, pardon the pun, chomping at the bit. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll know why that pun is so funny when I name you two strikers. <laughs> 
You're shocking me Ghost tonight. forever. <laughs> go ahead, Marco. Give us your midfield. What, Mark, what formation did you go with, by the way? Um, we go four four two as well. Four four two. But I have Ariel May from last week. Uh, just sitting in front of the back four. Um, obviously, as I mentioned him there, Stevie J. He has to be in any kind of team like this, doesn't he? So. As it pains me to say, he's in two of my teams in the last week, so he must be doing something right. It's the way I'm picking him. <laughs> um, on my left hand side, next week it's going to be the gas team no, of the week. No, the next the 11, one, the the next 11 one is cost up the Premier League. Title. <laughs> you're all, you're all time combined eleven that won a league with Rangers and also won a, a Champions League in Istanbul. <laughs> I bet Motherwell on their twelves, but um. <laughs> Now, on my left-hand side, I was actually that, so I was going to go with Gareth Bale, but he's on the bench. For me, I picked this man because back in the day, you know, he used to glide along that left-hand side with the ball, and the pitches used to be in bits back then, and he was just unbelievable, crossing, taking on players, scoring goals, so I'm going with David Ginola. I just knew who you were going for when you started yeah. talking about him. I was just yeah, like, yeah. oh. No, but what, did, what uh, got me was, it was just, you look at someone like, I remember seeing, I remember Spurs and Barnsley, the pitch was like a sand pit and he just used to glide across the surface. He picked up, he picked up that ball at the halfway line with a little turn yeah, yeah. and dropped the first and, and then when that got called of the season that year, yeah, remember? Yeah, that was and, ridiculous and you're right, just, it was he, an absolute mud bath. It was, it was just, and he glided along, and that's why I picked him over Bell because Bell, like, I'm a bit of an old school like that. The services isn't all I was thinking. So, David Ginola's on my left hand side. I just think he was brilliant. Um, because he's worth in, it, yeah. yeah. In, in the middle with Gerard, I've gone. <laughs> Do you remember that? I mean, did the first L'Oreal out of the hair. Oh, he's still a cool looking dude. He's not a celebrity there, you know. Um, in the middle with Stevie G, I've gone for Matt Letizia. Basically, last week we talked about Henri with the highlights reel. If you look at Letizia's career, his goals, it was just, remember the two goals against Newcastle and the Dell and some of the goals he even scored against us. He just made it look so easy. He was one club man. Big clubs came in from him at one stage. He said, no, I'm staying at Southampton. He just, and again, he looked like someone that would play with me dad for the IGB on a Saturday morning. Like, you know, that's a boy. Um, so yeah, he's just unbelievable. So I, I know, yeah. I know now where you have Stevie Screen in the back four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's ain't getting back there and he exactly. on, on cover. And on the right hand side, he was he generally played up front, but um, I have him in midfield and to squeeze him into the team. He's uh, to me, he's a little moistro. He was unbelievable, and it's not solely I have him in the team, but not there. <laughs> no, it's actually Peter Beardsley. I nice. thought he, I used to love watching him. Anytime he got the ball, he knew something was going to happen. Um, obviously, with New, when he was in Newcastle, he was playing in front a lot. Then they bought Shearer, so they dropped him back into midfield. And just, some of his passing was just unreal. Again, he went under the radar a little bit because his share was a big signing then. So, but for me, he was just unbelievable. The goals he scores and the assists he got. So, Peter Bersley's in the midfield as well. And, and I thought he went under the radar because he'd no neck, but obviously that wasn't it. <laughs> and in fairness, lads, when you look at it, it's two absolutely amazing looking wingers. David Ginola on one side, Peter Beardsley on the other side. <laughs> so you've got you've got the L'Oreal <laughs> with the beautiful hair, and then you've got the ball haircut on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like Disney have put that together as Beauty and the Fucking Beast. Beast yeah, that's oh, it. I tell you. So uh, that's me midfield. Uh, on the bench, I have Bale Alonso, and I have a player that 
he's probably the best player that England has ever produced. But unfortunately, he left England just as the Premier League was starting. He came back and played for Everton. Probably not his best years, yeah. but I had to stick him in there anyway. It's Gaza. Um, I had to put him in there. Like, Good shout. Well, I went, I went with 4-3-3. Um, so my, my three-man midfield, Stevie obviously in the middle, Xavi uh, Alonso on the left. Can you complete the full house? Gianfranco Zola. I thought you were going to go Nabi Keita. No, no, no. <laughs> Nabi Keita's away at the AFCON. I couldn't have cleared him. He isn't eligible. <laughs> no, I, I was going to go with Jorginho. I went, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Easy now, easy. Uh, I went with um, is he not going to win the Premier League this year? No, that's um, the last <laughs> Go ahead. I went Gianfranco Zola, Steven Gerrard, and Xavi Alonso. And on the bench, I had Gareth Bale. So that was my midfield. We're in Harmony, hey, midfield. Again this week, that, <laughs> I just changed the formation. Jesus, <laughs> there's Dazzler last few nights sitting up doing his team, and you rob it at the last minute. It's getting it in, getting it in, just, getting it in just in time, an hour before kickoff. Huh? Um, the, right. the most important thing when you were copying someone's working skill was to always get your copy on the desk first. Because <laughs> if yours went up first, they always look like they were ripping you off. But if they got their copy up first and you came after them, you'd know that shit was going to come down on you. Like, eh, McCumiskey, come here. All your answers are the same as your man sitting beside you. He, see, he was robbing them off, Mamis. Yeah, but see, my work will always be on the desk first because I'm the one who edits the shows. So I can do what I want with this. <laughs> I'm always going to win. <laughs> Darren, yeah. you have us here. You're chomping at the bit to give us your front your front men. So, chomping at the bit. I feel like taking a chunk bit. out of my own shoulder here. <laughs> um, bite the bullet, will you? <laughs> bite the bullet. Um, I've got to say, the only way I can... I can introduce this guy is I don't know if I've ever hated a footballer as much as I hate this guy but in the same breath I absolutely 110% respect this guy as a footballer as a human being I think he's an absolute degenerate well be careful he's out, he's looking at your shoulder there right now so be very I know, careful I he's eyeing it up and there's plenty just, of meat just, on my just, shoulder that's the problem just off right? a little bit there away from so your L position He's probably thinking, I wouldn't mind a bite of that shoulder. That looks me. Um, yeah, you know, we can argue till the till the cows come home again about this lad, um, about his, his on and off field uh, misdemeanors. But the one thing you cannot argue with is he was a serious footballer. Um, Chewy, Chewy Suarez, come to the top of the class. Um, so I have Chewy Suarez in there being fed. Do you like that one? Boy, Gareth Bale, Gianfranco Zola, Stevie G and Xavi Alonso. And just if there wasn't enough trouble on that pitch, I have sprinkled a bit of religion in there as well. And I have God in there beside him, Robbie Fowler. Again, (laughs) I kind of feel like how Robbie got, got got stung in some of the Liverpool teams he played in, you know, Um, because he was a fucking unbelievable footballer. He really, really was. Um, On his day, Fowler was just unplayable at times. Mm. You know, we we seen him as United fans. You know, we came to Old Trafford and he scored goals for fun. And then I, I even remember him sticking a blade and free kick in against us at Anfield one day. And you were just thinking, this bloke can't do it. And he mm. scored again. But again, and there's something, there was a reoccurring theme across this, you know. A lot of these guys who are very, very good, um, 
you know, like Fowler maybe and uh, Latisse and stuff like that struggled to get into the England team. Leighton Baines couldn't get into an England team. Yeah. And all like really, really good footballers. And you're just thinking, Jesus, where is that good? He didn't fucking win. The man, like the man who paddles his own boat had it locked down, didn't he? Sure. <laughs> you know, like unbelievable. And yeah. Um, yeah, so I've gone with uh, Fowler and Suarez up front for me. Um, I'll give you my bench now if you'd like, Noel. Go on, sir. Honourable mentions. Uh, Matt Latiss, as Mark said, just a human highlight reel, wasn't he? Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. could do everything. And you know, and most days he did it after four points, which was even more impressive. Like, and he um, ended up going out with Caprice at one stage. What was that like, though? She must have just wanted to rough it that weekend, like... It, 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 it was the it was the Instagram influencers before there was Instagram influencers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for Latis, I've gone for Luka Modric, um, I've gone for David Ginola, I've gone for Les Ferdinand, Robbie Kane, and a man we mentioned also last week on our um, on our combined team, which was uh, the late great Gary Speed. Absolutely. And they are all glued together by the man at the helm, one David Moyes. Jeez, I thought it was an American football team we were doing there. That was an honourable mention. <laughs> Quality. One yeah. David Moyes doing a top job with their hammers. Unfortunately, they're going to get their trousers pulled down and get spanked at the weekend. But he's doing a great job with them. Uh, he was able to pick up a great victory earlier on in the season against uh, Liverpool at uh, that London Stadium. Do you remember that week, Noel, that I called yeah, that? I do, yeah. Yes. Come on. Still haunts me. Still haunts me. Right, Mark, give us your uh, give us your front line and your honourable mentions um, and your manager. My front <coughs> two is the first one was in me uh, combined 11 last week, but I had him in midfield. The Italian magician himself, Gianfranco Zola. Um, we, just, we just talked about him there. He's just unbelievable. The tricks he could do with the ball at his feet. The goals he scored for such a small lad was unreal. So he's my first. My second is on Dazzler's bench. Um, to me, he just brings back so many memories of watching Match of the Day after an old house party of a Saturday night. The goals he scored, he scored with his head. He wasn't the tallest player. He scored with his head, scored volleys, you name it. Um, and it's, so it's less Ferdinand I've gone for him. He's starting the level. Wrong as an ox mark, wasn't he? Ah, oh, just unbelievable. Like, and he was he, just his chest was huge, yeah. and you know, like from back to front, it was like wit, you know. Yeah, what yeah. a bleeding man. Did he score? He scored a banger of a goal, did he? Against United, did he for QPR? Was it? Yeah, we beat them 3 2 that day at Loftus yeah. Road. Yeah, but he, he banged him up from about 80 yards, yards out. Yeah, 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 way after out. going through a few of them. That's right. Yeah. I'm not sure. Do you remember Scream Michael it. kept him out in uh, St. James's Park that day? He was hitting volleys from everywhere, single handedly. Yeah. Just, but yeah. uh, he was unreal and like I said he was great in the air because he wasn't the tallest player either you know but he had a, just a way about him to get in between the two centre halves and get a header in um, so, and a yeah. quality quality flat top when Bobby Brown and all was killed he had that quality <laughs> flat top as well there you know what he look still there, looks there after jumping up there Bobby Brown did someone He's... mention Bobby Brown <laughs> he still looks the exact same is he still yeah. involved in QPR could... is he no he's involved with Spores now isn't he is he hmm. And just, and, the scores and, now. and just to put it out there, Bobby Brown doesn't look the same. Mrs. Brown does. But well, no, he was he was <laughs> not up our skirt, he doesn't. Hey, hey. <laughs> that's a, that's for next week's show, lads. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so on my bench I have Chewy Louie. Um 
obviously that goes without saying it. I don't like the man, so I won't talk about him too much. And uh, Robbie Fowler is also on the bench because not only the job he done with Liverpool, but he did a job for Leeds when he signed there as well. People kind of wrote him off and stuff like that. So um, he's on my bench as well. Very good. Excellent. Just as you mentioned there, match of the day and stuff like that, we had one of our viewers actually contacted me during the week and asked me, would we do an episode on match of the day and our memories of match of the day and stuff like that? So I thought it might be an interesting episode to do down the line. So we'll certainly look into it. Um, There's line back in the day. That's it. Um, I'll go with my front line. So obviously 4-3-3, so three up front. So I went with Matt Letizia. The counting got better than last week, didn't it? I went 4 3 3 last week as well, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you just rattled off an American football team there and you were caught to me about counting. <laughs> um, I went with, uh, I went with, uh, yeah, Matt Letizia, obviously, um, I think some wonderful goals and stuff like that. A man who always looked wrecked even from the minute he came on, but um, had some, um, had some skill and some quality and some great goals. Great eye for goal. Uh, Robbie Fowler, of course, goes in there near and dear to my heart. Short signed over there, ball signed over there, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and I went with Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Interesting. Darren's after raising my trap. <laughs> and I went with Jimmy Whoa. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. That's one I wasn't giving away. I was holding zip on that one. But uh, yeah, actually, it was funny enough. I looked at that one and I was thinking, geez, I had to check. I was thinking, I couldn't believe he hadn't um, he hadn't won a, a Premier League. But yeah, Jimmy or Floyd. Or as the uh, as the as the Chelsea fans call him, Jimmy Floyd Hassel Blank, because he drew that quite a number of times as well. Yeah, but a heck of a baller. He was um, a good baller, but I just thought at times he was just pinging them. He didn't care. He wasn't looking for a he, spot. They might he as well have been going into Rosehead. He was just That's like, how hard can I get this ball? Yeah, yeah, but he had big toys on him, but he just pinged them. Do you know who we'd have had in ahead of him? I'll tell you how bad he is. Do you know who would have had in ahead of him? Tony Yaboa. I don't even want him mentioned. Marion Parr he, has. He upset, he upset me a few times. I Tony. bet you he did. He did. He very much upset Tony. me a few times. Was that against you? Was that against you? Was that against you? Was that against you? David James underside of the bar. I'd say that bar at Ellen Road is still fucking yeah. rattling at this stage. Remember, remember his goal against Wimbledon then that season as well. That was the game before. Yeah, yeah. That was on the opening day of the season. Oh, no, it was the second game of the season because you know who scored the first week of the season? David Beckham. Yeah. Scored yeah, the, yeah, the long yeah, the long that. ranger. Yeah, yeah. And the next game, you both did that against yeah. Wimbledon. They must have thought, what the fuck is going on? Neil Sullivan going, what are we going? Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, so just to run down through the branch or the bench, obviously I have Brad Friedel and Noel. Noel, sorry, I have to just cut you off. There's news in from the Afcon. Parnell Street have beaten uh, North Great Denmark Street two one no after way. extra time. Were Blanchard um, playing tonight? Not tonight. They're on tomorrow in the early right. game. <laughs> we will be we will be doing a review of the Afcon, of course. The the the, the first round games. Um, Manchester Sound against Adamstown. But, but, but safe to say, the, the party for Ghana is over. <laughs> yeah, man, Lopez off Rovers got man in the match the other night, didn't he? El Ronnie. He's uh, playing with, who's he playing with? Play centre-back, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah play centre-back. Yeah, that's right. Um, Kate Bird, no. Is it Kate Bird? Yeah, no, it might be Kate Bird. Yeah, 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 I think he got man in the match the other night. I think he got two. One of them shit footballing nations league, but yeah. anyway. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, like Stephen Chopper, he's to... playing over there. 
Stephen Col- yeah, that's right. He scored his England debut. Yeah, Keep, yeah. Uh, Stephen Col- got his, yeah. And then who's he playing with now? And oh, um, he's playing in Turkey, I think, if I'm right. Yeah, Trapsonsborough, I think, or somewhere, somewhere like, like that. Yeah. Top of the league, Trapsonsborough. Mm. Um, yeah. I was just looking at the Turkish league last night. Galatasaray are 13. Did you know? No, I didn't know. Be troubling now, Turkey Bishik over that one, lads. But I'm, I'm Bishik happy Tassar, about, I'm Bishik happy to hear about, about fifth, and Fenerbahce are eight. The three big clubs in there yeah. getting absolutely buried at this stage. Um. The AFCON this year was sponsored by malaria and COVID. Come over and you can have a case of both. Jesus. I'll give you my bench anyway now that that's all <laughs> out of the way. After all that. <laughs> yeah. So as I said, I had Brad Friedel on there. I had Leighton Baines. <laughs> so uh, I have Kevin Phillips on my bench. Now, Kevin Phillips, what a footballer. But I will, only, I will only allow you to have Kevin Phillips on the bench if you put him in, with ta- in tandem with Noel Quinn. Because without Noel Quinn, he was not the same footballer. No, I don't have Noel Quinn. I do have Gareth Bale and I do have Les Ferdinand. That rounds out my bench. Mark, you didn't give us your manager, did you? Did we have to do a manager? Well, you don't have to, but it'd be nice if there was one on the sideline conducting um, the orchestra. Oh, I haven't even thought of it, but I'd love it if we beat them. Love it. <laughs> Nice. Um, yeah, no, I'd, I'd, uh, we go for Keegan just for bringing him, bringing Ferguson and the mind games and all that. But I never even thought about that to be honest with you. There you go. Or Graeme, Graeme Sunas for signing George Way as cousin for Southampton, maybe. No, that's quality for signing Julian Dix off West Ham. <laughs> or do you remember he put the Galatasaray flag in the middle of the Fernabachi fish? There? Do you remember in that? the center yeah. circle? Yeah, yeah, right in the middle of it. And the Royal Police had to stand around him and all. Yeah. But um, uh, he loves Bogway. Go ahead. He's yeah. still, myself and Graham stay in the same hotel in Manchester, you oh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like drinking buddies now. A few times, you know? And uh, he's not to be messed with our Graham. Yeah, there's a, yeah. there's a, the, the, the restaurant and the hotels, it's quite an upmarket restaurant, you know? And uh, security on it and stuff like that. And, you know, Graham was having a bit of crack with him. And he started throwing a few shapes at him. And your man was like, get me out of here. He was XSAS. He was like, I'm not having a row with this bloke. You will. Oh, you must have to get me out of here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in terms of managers, I think you both covered it there. I had a toss-up between Keegan and David Moyes. So, yeah, but I, I think I'll probably, I'll probably go with Moisey because he's still oh. going and he's... Honourable mention for honourable mention for Steve McLaren. He did get Middlesbrough to the European Cup final. Let's not forget. Yeah, that's true. impressive. True, yeah. And he was the Wally with the Brolly. True. When he got when he got battered at Wembley four two by Croatia. And what about Woy? Woy. Woy Hodgson. Oh, why? Woy. Woy. Ah, he was a good manager, wasn't he? No. Quality. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Did he not get who who got Fulham today? Yeah, why? Why did? Why? Yeah, it was. Yeah, Bra- yeah. Brad Hangland. Yeah, yeah. And, and the boy Kamara up front. I, I don't care what he did. Remember, no. he used to score and do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four times in a season. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used yeah. to do that, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when bodybuilders became footballers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that rounds out another good, uh, another good episode. Um. I suppose we should round it out. Did anyone say today that? Uh, that bet that was put on for Granite Xhaka. Anyone noticed that today? No. Apparently there was a bet laid with, I think, either Betway or Betfair. Oh, I think I read this. Yeah, yeah. 65,000 was put on Granite Xhaka 
between the 80th and 90th minute in a game to get carded and he got carded and it's been investigated. The FA are investigating. Yeah, I read that there. Yeah, talk sport. So that's interesting. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so either someone's in trouble or someone earned a tidy few quid. Nothing would shock me with Granite Jacket. I have absolutely gone in two foot on him a number of times. Mm. And, you know, at this stage, I have to tell you, Arsenal deserve everything that they get from Granite Jacket because they had numerous opportunities to get yeah. him out of their club. And, and Mikel Arteta, not only is he naming him in squads, he's starting them in teams. Like, cop on, will you? The bloke is an absolute liability. He's going to do you nothing but harm. Get him out of your team, get him out of your squad, and get him out of country. I'm back to one of them ragball nations like fucking Albania or something. Ragball nations. Fuck out here, will you? Fuck's yeah. sake. You're on fire tonight, aren't you? What's up? Is it the international football upset you? You're putting in a plethora of international lads. You're siding with the FAI now on international picks for combined 11s. <laughs> Jesus, man. Champagne football, that's <laughs> Champagne Sorry. football. Were you in those tents at the Galway races with Bertie? Oh, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> talking out about so jam out every episode. What's going on with this, man? But listen, lads, oh. it's been a pleasure having you on. This has been the upper tier, of course. This is your Premier League combined 11 non-winners. Um, certainly an interesting debate we will have a number of these shows coming up we know you viewers are enjoying them at the moment but if you are enjoying them of course hit a subscribe, hit a like, hit a share drop a comment, let us know what your combined 11 for non-Premier League winners is be interesting to see what your picks are out there and what your allegiance is and also because if whatever the viewers want us to, to pick out as well, drop in your comments what shows you'd like to see as well like you know yeah, or you can email us at the upper tier podcast at gmail.com or you'll get us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Or Dazzler at the Afcon.ie. Yeah, the, the new uh, the, the new ambassador <laughs> for the, the, the continent of Africa promoting football. Yeah. Dazzler will be in Tesco and Parnell Street answering all your questions <laughs> on Monday morning. This is the man last week for the preview was so excited about the Afcon. <laughs> and what did I tell you? I said, you need to watch this. These referees are absolutely out the front door. And was I right or was I right? Mark, have you ever walked into a post-match press conference to a player and asked him to get back out on the pitch? Was eight minutes still left? (laughs) (laughs) One one time down in Selbridge, I think. (laughs) But what was it? He was sunstroke, Peter, saying now or something like that, wasn't it? He was suffering with sunstroke. Uh, the sun might have been shining on the watch when he looked at it, so the glare yeah. he couldn't see. But sure, Maybe, he was he was suspended in 2018. But sure, we won't talk about that. Maybe he was using one of those Apple watches instead of a good Android one or something like that. Hey, 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 hey! Don't knock it. <laughs> TikTok don't baby. Knock it. TikTok, TikTok time. baby. Well, listen. Till next time, lads. A pleasure as always. We will chat to you again real soon.